Smoke weed every day. Hey, 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 Welcome back to I'm Sorry, Dad. My name's Ryan Dune. My name's Brandon Calvillo. And we are the I'm Sorry, Dad Boys. Woo! Arr, arr, arr. God. Oh, Brandon just became a sea lion. Uh. On this episode, we have the none other, none other than the luxurious... The sophisticated, the fabulous, the fabulous Matt Cutchell. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, Matt Cutchell in the house. I'm just trying to be like a DJ on the radio. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't. Matt Cutchell right. is a former Viner, one of our good friends. You know him from you know Late Great Vine Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's done some YouTube. Uh, he was big on Snapchat back before Snapchat died. Done. Is Snapchat dead? Do you think? Snapchat is. Um, it's definitely not alive, I'll tell you that much. It's so not, it's dead. It's not doing well, but I still get the occasional dick pic, so I appreciate that, oh, everybody. Well, dick pics never die. <laughs> yeah. Platforms where dick pics get sent die, but dick pics live forever. They always have. They always will. Back in the Archangel times, Archangel, archaic. Back Man. in the caveman era, uh, cavemen used to draw pictures of their dick on the cave for the cave women to come in and see. So guys have been doing that for for hundreds of billions of years. Thank you for bailing me out of that. Of course. Did not know what to say. It's all right. I gave you a life raft. You sure did, pal. (laughs) And I appreciate it. Hey, guys, follow Matt Cutchell at Matt Cutchell everywhere. Although I think on Instagram, maybe. No, I think it's just Matt Cutchell. It's just Matt Cutchell. Just Matt Cutchell, goddammit. He's got a new. It's not cl- Matt Cutchell, goddammit. It. It's just Matt Cutchell. <laughs> goddammit. He's got a new clothing line called A Thousand Miles. Check that out, too. It's all over his Instagram. Check Whoa. him out. He's really hot. It's really funny. And we have a great conversation. We talk a little bit about his relationship with Ariel Vandenberg. Yes, yeah, a love story for the ages that got me all. Um, you know, I, that, that story just lifted up my spirits. And it I feel really like did. I'm going to have a great day. Yep. And Ralph made an appearance here and there. Our producer, Cat Ralph. And that's it. So, great episode. Before I go, I just wanted to say I have a show this Friday at the Ice House in Pasadena. Ugh. I'm doing that with Christina Pajitsky. She's got a special on Netflix. It's going to be a good show. Friday. Just DM me somewhere. I'll let you know. Pasadena, California. Ugh. And also keep rating and reviewing the pod. Ugh. Check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash I'm sorry, Dad. Ugh. all right enjoy this episode Uh, who's our guest brandy i mean vo vo who's our guest Ooh, uh, ooh, matt cutchell one more thing shout outs to malaysia why we have people listening in malaysia we have people listening in almost every country in the world but i shouted out malaysia on my instagram story then a bunch of them dm'd me so like we love you in Malaysia. Yep, so I said, I'm going to shout you out. Shout-outs to Malaysia. Thanks, Malaysia. <laughs> All right, enjoy this brand-new episode of I'm Sorry, Dad. With Matt Cutchell. Ooh. And I will always love you. I will always love you. I will Welcome back to I'm Sorry, Dad. Hi, Brandon. Hey, what's, hey man. And I want to say hello to our guest, Matt Cutchell. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> guys, I'm excited to be on here because I am a true fan of the pod. He really is. And I have been listening, and I love it, and I think you guys are great. Oh, it's, he's not just saying that. Although I think he's a, re- a new fan. You recently <laughs> listened to episodes, right? I'm a, I'm yeah. a new fan. A um, new fan, okay. My new favorite thing is falling asleep to you guys' voices. <laughs> All right. Because I don't want to watch TV. The screen's too bright. So I'll literally yeah. just like pop on the pod sure. and listen to your jokes about ramsacking buttholes. Ramsacking yep. assholes. And, uh, and you guys' conversation is just good. All right. Thank yeah. you. That's good. We, I, hey, that's, the, that's the best review for the podcast. We'll put you to sleep. <laughs> we'll put you. <laughs> I, I listen to podcasts when I go to bed every night. So I feel yeah. you. Yeah, it's really good. You guys are, you guys are crushing Guys, it's 11-11 right now. Make a wish. Uh, oh. I, I wish that Matt would be here. Oh, it's already, it already uh, came true. Oh, Brandon. Brandy. <laughs> I wish to make out with Matt by the end of this episode. We'll see. We can make that happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. But they're not going to see it. No, they're going to see it. Oh, yeah. This is a visual thing now. We have a, we have a, a, a camera. Yep. YouTube. 
dot com slash I'm sorry, Dad. Thank you. At Matt Cutchell, follow me. YouTubers, I need help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need help. Can can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk, talk about it. Let's talk about engagement. Speaking, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of needing help on social media. Um, so yesterday I shot an Instagram story. Um, pretty much I, over the last year, I get DMs all the time. Like, how do I become a social media star? Oh, wait, that's a step. Matt, you are... A- on Instagram and you make yeah. comedy skits and they do very well. They're well viewed. We'll um, say that in the intro though. But I just wanted to okay, re- re- do it again. Sure. So yeah. Matt, that's who you are. You're a great friend of ours. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> so thanks Brandon. <laughs> so as Brandon just said, um, yeah, so obviously you guys know we've been making videos together forever and probably been doing it for like, I don't know, like maybe four years now. Yeah. Almost five. Almost five years? Almost five years. Wow. Yeah. Tired of it. Tired of it. Go so on. let's just say, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of exhausting, but it's a lot of work, as you guys know. Yeah. And I was like, I started realizing I'm not, I'm not growing. Like, I'm growing, but hardly. Mm. Like, Dude. hardly Same. getting a new audience. Same. And so I, I decided to look into it. And I did an Instagram story yesterday, kind of showing my fans, like, how hard it is to really gain an audience. And... um I was clicking on, I was going to my metrics, you know, how you, if you're verified, you can click on your metrics and uh-huh. not, not everyone can see this, but um, you can kind of see who followed you from what video, um, what percentage of the audience um, doesn't follow you that happened to see your video because it got shared elsewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there were videos that would get uh, 1.7 million views and 48% of that audience was a brand new audience that had no idea who I was. They just uh-huh. saw it randomly. And in that video, I gained 250 followers from a video where around 800,000 new fans saw me, mm-hmm. but they just decided to watch and 250 followers. Mm-hmm. Then the next one I did was a million of it, a video that had a million views. And then I got 500,000 new eyeballs on that, people that had no clue who I was. And I got 119 followers from that. Weird. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like that's so crazy? Weird, yeah. So either the Instagram metrics are off, but to be honest, it's real because I watch my audience and it just mm-hmm. grows like it takes it takes a couple weeks to go up another thousand followers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. You it, know, it it's takes- um I feel like the reason why is because the the stuff you make is they're comedy skits. They're like one minute comedy skits that are shot pretty traditionally where you're like playing characters and stuff. Yep. And so I feel like when a million people watch something like that, it's not like because like with Vine, which is where we all came from, it was different where you following somebody was really easy because it was like you just click on someone's page and bam, it's right there. It's just like right there. Yeah. That's and it. and also Vine was just like so easily consumable. And also it was, it was a huge thing. So everyone's like, oh, I got to follow a bunch of Viners. Mm-hmm. But like Instagram, it's like Instagram something you follow your friends on. That's it's, true. It's a friend thing. With yeah. Vine, it was like, oh, I got to follow a bunch of all these Viners because that's what this is. But with Instagram, it's like it's like, you know. I can follow my family on. It's like Facebook. That's true. So yeah. when you see a when you see a on Facebook, you see like a, a trending Facebook video that's about like I don't know like a baby seal like giving birth to a cat or something. Yeah. Like you don't <laughs> follow that page. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's true. And so I think people kind of see your video. I'm not saying I'm saying people see your videos in the in a passive way. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't put a bunch of work into them and you're not um, hilarious, but I'm saying that it's uh, it's just that the actual. The viewer sees it more passively. They're like, oh, I got to laugh. I'll keep going. I agree 100%. Vine was a destination spot for funny six-second videos. Yeah. And, so everyone and they knew wanted that. to find their yeah. next social media star or a Vine star. They wanted to say, oh, this is a new guy. Yeah. His, video, his videos keep popping up in the popular page. I'll follow them. So I, I understand that. Yeah. But, but there are Instagrammers who do get a huge following. And I've noticed it's mostly, to generalize, it, it would be Instagrammers who do, do a lot of ass and titties. Stuff like that. Well, absolutely. So uh, it's are visual. They, are they getting followers for more ass and titties? Yeah. And you're just yes. not... Me and you, I'd never ha- have videos with ass or titties. It's, it's a scientific term, uh, titties. Uh, never have those <laughs> videos. <laughs> I mean, what what does that tell you about the majority of the audience that's out there in the world? I was going to say on Instagram, but no, the world. Like, a thumbnail of boobs will mm-hmm. get you a million views mm-hmm. versus to, like... If we had a really funny scene mm-hmm. and like our thumbnail was just us doing something funny, like people don't people don't want to see that. I know. You know what's so funny? <laughs> this kind of brings me back to um, when you say like you know a thumbnail gets you a, a thumbnail of tits gets you a million views. 
I was just I was watching porn the other day. All right. And I was let's just get it. Okay, I was watching porn. What kind? Ever since I was I like watching uh, interracial a lot. Yeah. It's a huge <laughs> that. huge thing of mine. Uh God, and so wait, 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 interracial what what sex is what race? Uh what's se- well, what? usually it's a black girl and it's a white guy because right. I like oh, to imagine. I forgot you like black girls. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that on the pod as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge fan. It's a, it's a huge, huge fan. Huge loyal fan. Um, anyways, so I was watching my, my interracial gangbang the other day on, on yeah. Pornhub. <laughs> and uh, I was like, because I've been watching that since I was like 13. Like, I mean, not, nice. not that specific, but I'm watching porn on porn sites since I was 13. Uh, and I was just like, when I used to watch it, I was like, this is such a hidden thing that no one, no one else does this. Like no one else. I'm like, I'm such a filthy so guy. Yeah. Like so secretive, <laughs> like no one else has watched this video before. But then like I ask, like I've been asking like my friends, I've been just talking more openly about sex and stuff. And like, I'm like, oh yeah, I watch, like I openly talk about watching porn and they, and they're all like, oh yeah, I've seen that video. It's like YouTube because <laughs> like everybody watches porn. Everyone does, and, and that yeah. goes into what we're talking about with the with the tits. Like a million people watch it because that's you. You just want right. to. I mean, a guy's like, oh, tits. Like, I mean, not to generalize the male gender into something so like stupid, but Ugh. well, I mean, the truth, the majority is, at least. And listen, I am absolutely guilty of this. If a woman walks by, and it doesn't matter if mm. she's even attractive to me or not, <laughs> if she walks by and there is cleavage visible, yeah. and I, my eyes will just go there. <laughs> it will just go there. Sure. I, 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 cannot, I can't help it. Sure. Yeah. So I've had to stop. I, I usually, like, it's funny. I'm cognizant of it, but I'm, like, not going to do that, meaning oh, yeah. I'm not going to, like, look. I'm cognizant that it's there, though, but I'm like, nope, not going to do that. I do that all the time. Yeah. I've never been one to, like, if a girl walks by me, I, I won't stop and look back and check at her ass. <laughs> I've never done that before. <laughs> Even though I want to sometimes. I just want to look more. Yeah. But uh, it's not I don't. Because I don't want to feel like a creep. I don't want to look, I don't wanna look well, like a creep. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, but there's a way to get around it. What you do is, if they're walking towards you, you turn the other way before they even get to you. So you start looking the opposite way, like you're checking out a street sign or a squirrel yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Then they walk by and you have the view right there. I think we have years of cutty creepery uh, has brought him know. to this this place, <laughs> and I think you just described a killer Instagram video, dude. How to so. check out girls without getting caught? How about this? Mm. In, in the next two weeks, we'll ma- let's make it. <laughs> let's <laughs> make honestly, it. guys, let's make it and yeah. put it out there. Sure, and Good then idea. we'll we'll revisit on the next pod and just see what we thought about it, <laughs> and we'll see just how many views we. Oh, this will be our biggest video. It'll be our worst video, but our biggest one because it'll start with. The thumbnail will be a girl's ass. Bear ass. I say we go bear. Bear, bear. ass, yeah. I'm down for bear <laughs> ass. No, um, I would be down to make that video. And that is that does sound like an actual video. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a lot of a... It's just a, it's just softcore porn I've noticed on Instagram is what like really does well most of the time. You know? know but like, or photos listen, of... If you want, if you want porn, go to a porn site. Right? Yeah. So why don't people just want... like I, it, that's, what, that's what throws me off is like... You you really you're on Instagram searching for like the girl that has her tits out. Mm. You can find that anywhere. Yeah, like right. I just said, I was Google like that. I was 13 when I first. I don't think I was even 13. I think I was like nine when I first watched internet porn. Like it's so easy to find. <laughs> and this was in 2004. This is 2012. This is, two, this is 2004. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So like how nowadays, I'm just baffled by the amount of porn there is. Endless. So much. There's <laughs> it's, so much. It's endless. And back, dude, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, that was an, an, a filmmaking industry. I just watched Boogie Nights, so that's why I'm talking oh, like yeah, I know what huge. I'm talking about. But it was a fil- it was like a filmmaker. Like, it was taken seriously as oh, like yeah. filmmaking. But now anybody can do it. Oh, know? and there were big actors. There yeah. were like, I mean, there still are big yeah. porn actors, but yeah. like, there were big actors back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of porn actors, I didn't know I was hanging out with one, but... Uh, this girl DM me on Instagram, mm. and she literally does not look like a porn star. Just like this mm. cute kind of hipster girl, hipster hat, like the hipster poses, the whole thing. And I was like, oh, she's kind of cute. And she was like, hey, I, I, you know, I, I love your stuff. And she had like 160,000 followers or so on Instagram. And so I felt safe kind of like meeting up with her. So I, I thought she was like a, a just an Instagram girl, like not, mm-hmm. not a porn star. So me, do you guys remember Casey James? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Casey James. Yeah. Not in real life, but from social is it media. in real life? No, no, not in real life. Last time I saw him was at a 24-hour fitness, and he looked like we both looked 
disheveled, yeah. like running into each other, like, oh, Casey. And he was like, oh, Brandon. And I was like, how you doing? He's like, I'm fine. It wasn't like friendly. It, like it felt friendly, yeah. but it didn't at the same time. Yeah. Because we we're just so like, holy shit, you're still alive. Yeah. For both of us. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? He's like, like, he was like, you're still alive. Because he doesn't watch social media and he's not even on it. So you can't see him. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, you don't even know. But yes, Casey James still exists. For those who don't know Casey, he's one of our friends who uh, was a big Viner, but then stopped. Yeah. Yeah, funny he, guy. He had, I think, f- over four million followers on Vine, so he was he was big. Then he went one of the to OGs. a cave, one of the OGs indeed. Yeah, he's yeah, a cave dweller. But anyways, you you saw him. So anyway, me and Casey, um, I call Casey. Hey, this cute girl wants to go out. She's gonna bring her friend. Let's go on this like kind of double date thing. Mm-hmm. So we um we both go to uh the Laurel Tavern. Mm-hmm. Is that on Santa Monica? No, that's out here. Oh here, yeah. Laurel Tavern. Uh, yeah. Sure. Sorry, Laurel Tavern. Yeah, out out here, and um. We're hanging out with her, and I end up, me and Casey, like, we're doing probably, like, Snapchat then. I don't do Snapchat anymore, but mm. I was doing a Snapchat story, and she was in it. And I literally had three of my buddies <laughs> hit me up and go, you're with Jesse Andrews right now? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, is this bad? <laughs> like, like, who is, like, what's going on? Yeah. And they're like, dude, she is, like, my favorite porn star. And I was like, no, I'm, no way. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty much on a date with a porn star right now. So then... One buddy goes, are you, he goes like, he's like, are you hitting that? And I was like, no. I was like, I'm literally on like a first hangout with her and she just yeah. was kind of cute. So I'm with a few friends. He goes, can I meet up with you guys? Oh I'm my like, God. And that I'm night? like, that night. And I was like, I don't care. Cause I, at that yeah. point I wasn't interested. Yeah. So I was like, I don't care. So he meets up. And he's just he's just so stoked yeah. and <laughs> trying to play Mr. Cool. So yeah, like, like he doesn't even know I, who yeah, she is. Exactly. Trying to yeah. play cool. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that was very interesting to see that like she's she is a she's a modern day porn star. And then she's I look and then I looked her up and like she is a she's a porn star. <laughs> her, her, her merch sales are through the roof. Her merch sales are flying. Yeah, Jesse Andrews. I don't Jesse know. Her. I don't know Andrews. any porn stars. I know a few. Who? Um, I think uh, there's uh, my what since childhood. You want to go to childhood here? I mean, let's make it quick. Vanessa but. Blue, Candace Vaughn. <laughs> Uh, Gianna Michaels. These are all porn stars that I grew up with that shaped me as a man. Nice. Uh, and that shaped you as that a man. shaped me. Uh, those are the One three I can think of. Well, so Matt, th- this date, I assuming happened a while ago because you are in a committed relationship right now. I know I cheat all the time. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you... she doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. This, yeah, this happened. <laughs> this was probably, I don't know, maybe. Two years ago, maybe even longer, two and a half years ago. Mm. Nice. I have yeah. a f- I have a f- funny story that. Let's talk about Ariel. You you're you're dating Ariel Vandenberg. I sure am. One of our good friends. Mm-hmm. You guys have known each other for what, like ten years? We've known each other for now for eleven years. Christ. The story's been ten years until right now, and I'm <laughs> until today. <laughs> eleven and years now. On behalf of your internet community, we are all thankful, and we all think it's a really good move. For you guys to have this fake relationship in order, <laughs> Thank you so in order to raise your engagement. I so. do too. And to be honest, the <laughs> engagement is better. My last my last post with her got like, you know, eighty five thousand likes on a photo. So yeah. Working out. Yeah. It's all working <laughs> out. Okay. No, this you've been courting her for years. I have. Has like it, a like a beast. You guys, can I ask you Yeah, go ahead. Was it a secret courting or was it what was it? Was it just like you guys were best friends and then okay. one day you like you saw her in the glistening sunlight and you were no. like, Oh, what a beauty. Truthfully, I've been in love with her for five years. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't quite sure how she felt about me, so I wasn't like constantly like I'm in love with you or going for it like that. But it was very apparent that I loved her, and I th- I think the audience from Vine yeah. can kind of see that. Yeah. When we first started Vine, I wasn't in love with her. She mm-hmm. was my good friend. Um, yeah. When did it click? It clicked, since I met it, you. To be honest, was I there? Were we there? <laughs> you guys? Yeah, you guys were there. When? When? <laughs> you guys were part of it. When did it click? Um, I'm gonna say that it clicked when. Probably halfway through um, our Vine career. Okay. Right. Sure. So we would. So our relationship really, like, really grew from Vine. To be honest, because we we loved it so much and just had fun making videos. That in my free time, I would pick her up or she'd pick me up, and we'd jump in a car and go get coffee and hang out all day and shoot vines. Mm-hmm. So, quick little burp break, guys. He's vomiting over this, Dear God. over this romantic story. Um, <laughs> no, so t- to be honest, I-, I can't tell you, like, it wasn't like a day that happened. It just gradually, you know, the more I hung out with her, I was developing feelings. Mm. And um, I believe I told her about 
a year and a half into me having these feelings, and I was very respectful about it because she had a boyfriend. <laughs> so I didn't want to be like, hey, like I know you have a boyfriend, but I'm in love with you. Like You should break up with Did them. Did you say you were in love with her? No, I didn't. How did uh, you no. phrase it? Well, there were a few tears of this. Uh, the, fir- Whoa. The, the first time he, he cried. Yeah. Pussy. Well, we, we've, we've cried. We Tear. have we have cried. Oh, moments. tears. Oh, I, we, I was picturing the, the word tears in the wrong way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> cried. What else can you cry? There are a few tears. Wait, wait. I thought you were saying tears levels. Oh, tears levels. That's what I'm saying. That's yes. what you were saying. We yeah. thought you were oh, talking okay. about, okay. about okay. tears, like crying. That too. Ah, pussy. No, there, yeah, <laughs> what, what happened was my, my joke wasn't very strong. And uh-huh. uh, it, it, no one got it. And no. now, well, now we're here. <laughs> now I want to cry. <laughs> anyway, now we're here. Anyways, go ahead. There were a few levels of your telling her. Yeah, a few levels. And the first one was just kind of like being like, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't even think it was like, "Hey, I like you." I think it was just very apparent or very subtly done. Or I would, I don't know. To be honest, I, I don't know. I, I probably copied what Ryan Gosling would do in a movie. <laughs> Yeah. And put my arm around her and, and oh. like said something cute and like ran off and giggled. That's what he does. Beat his hand. I was about to say <laughs> beat his hand with Gosling a hammer. Does. I knew that's in Drive. That's what Ryan Gosling did in Drive. He I thought you were going to say beat beat his hand with a hammer because oh. that's what he did in Drive. Two great jokes in a row. Let's, let's keep it going. Huh? Let's keep it going. Yeah, let's keep it's romantic. Going. My yeah. my first week after I moved to L.A., I noticed I got a sense that you liked her. Yeah, because here's one thing that happened. One one of my friends, one of our friends, we haven't seen him in a while, but uh, I was over at his place. And he was like, "Oh, who do you know?" And I was like, "So and so." And I was like, oh, "I saw you do a video with uh, Sonny and Ariel, Sonny Mabry and Ariel." And he was like, "I got to get their numbers." And I'm new in town. I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah, We're, I'm networking. Sure, I'll help out my buddy here. Here's their phone numbers." <laughs> and then like a day Uh-oh. later, one of my first ever texts from Matt was like, "Rye!" Exclamation points. It's like you can't just give out girls' numbers <laughs> like that. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And he was like, "You gave your number to that dude," and I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, thought he wanted to work with her." <laughs> You're like, "No, dude, no." <laughs> Granted, I, he did want her number because I think he wanted to uh, mate with her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I didn't get that, and I was also just like, "Yeah, I'll help you out. I'll, I'm networking, networking," and then. I upset Matt. Like, my first and week here, I was like, fuck, I'm already ruining a relationship. Now, listen, listen. <laughs> you didn't like, upset me, but I just heard about I just heard about it from Ariel, yeah. and I was like, okay. I was like, I'll, she didn't really know you that right. as well as me. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll say something just so he doesn't, you know, give it out. But in, I mean, listen, what you, you meant to just connect two people networking, and that yeah. makes complete sense. And, right. and I've done that too. But the majority of times, especially like, that I've that I've learned with Ariel is I I even ask her now it could be a it could be a friend of mine who is literally like a big director and I still have to ask her because most guys are creepy right. and are just going for it yeah I think and our friend was going for it oh he in, went for it in retrospect he went for it oh yeah <laughs> he went for it and he actually wouldn't leave her alone and she just stopped the, she had to like start ignoring him oh damn my bad and that's <laughs> my, my my bad that's why she was like dude like. I didn't want this dude to have my number because I it wasn't oh, fuck yeah. yeah no it makes total sense I still hold a grudge <laughs> yeah I was caught in the midst of Hollywood just people everyone here just wants to work with each other yeah <laughs> the stars are so bright this is normal right yeah. I, there's three people involved in this number sharing I don't I don't I barely know any of them let's give out all their numbers uh, you dunce you big crap head anyways Wait, what did I want to oh yeah. And we can edit this part out, but there was one day I went over Matt's up the hill here when you lived over here mm-hmm. where uh, I thought to myself, oh, my God, Matt and I are like friends. We're friends, friend, friends. It's because you, sh- you shared something with me. <laughs> oh, go ahead. And go ahead. Say it. Say it on the pod. This is during one of, your, one of your sad times. I went over to your place where we're about to make videos. You're like, right? I'm so happy. I'm finally over Ariel. I have loved her the past two years. But I'm over it, and I feel great. <laughs> yeah. You were telling me, I think you were trying to tell yourself that you were over her. Well, truthfully, I, I was. I, let my, I made myself, con- like, come over, I, I made myself conquer the feelings and get over it, mm-hmm. and I did. But they came back around when she came back around. I see. So, yes, I, I truly believe that I was, I, I had let her go, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I tried. She knows that I love her, and... 
she wants to do her own thing, and I'm not going to wait another few years. Right. So I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move on. And I felt amazing, and I did move on. Oh, nice. But then it came, she came back around, and then you I was just, like... You just saw her oh. one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wasn't over her. She walked in the door after you said, I'm over her, and, you I like, and then you. I... Oh, fuck. <laughs> then I started bawling. <laughs> no, I still love you. <laughs> but yeah, that was a moment where I was like, oh, Matt's sharing something with me. This is cool. Yeah. And then... He, Turns out he was videotaping the whole thing for a reality series. Yeah. So he's just using me. Just it like didn't a, get picked up. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Your reaction was great. So <laughs> you, I, I genuinely want to know what you said to Ariel. Like, what, what is the thing? Because right. you guys have been friends for eight years. Okay. Here's, here, was the, here was the big moment. Okay. There were a yeah. few moments of like, you know, like, hey, like, I got a crush on you. They're like those little things. But the big moment was we... Um, Okay, so at this point, when I really was like, I need to go for this because she is, she keeps going on these dates. I'd find out that she'd go on a date with this guy and this guy yeah. and this guy, and I was like, oh, like I need, I need to be the guy at least need to try here, or I'm never gonna like forgive myself for not doing this. So I hit her up and I was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? And she goes, I was like, okay, oh, sorry, can you go to dinner tomorrow night? She's like, no, um, I actually uh, have something in Venice tomorrow night. And I said, okay. How important is it? Because I just need to get this done. And she goes, well, I'm, I actually have a date. And I said, would you mind canceling your date to go, on a, to, to, go to dinner with me? Oh. And I, need, I, I was like, I need to, I need to talk to you. Oh. And she goes, oh, um, I'm pretty sure I can move it. Yeah, like, let, let me move it. So she moved it. And the next night we went out. And we go to Katsuya here on, um, what street is this? Why can't I think of this damn street? <laughs> Ventura. Ventura, yeah. The Katsuya here on Ventura. And, oh, I was nervous. I was yeah, yeah. very, very nervous because I was about to spill my guts. Right. Yeah. Like, I was about to spill my guts. So, I'm trying to be calm. You know, we order appetizers and then finally, like, I just had to say something sure. that wasn't small talk. I said, okay, listen, I've been noticing you're going on a lot of dates and um, you, you know how I have felt about you and I think you have a good idea that I have very strong feelings for you. Um, why, why couldn't we date? Why can't, why can't we do that? Yeah. And then she was like, she was kind of silent for a second and she goes, I think about that all the time. So I was like, well, why not? Why don't we try it? (laughs) And then it was a, a conversation led to her saying, I care about you and love you so much. I don't want to hinder our best friendship. I'm oh, scared that like classic. Yes, yeah. classic. But <laughs> I also understand it. Yeah, we had sense. something so good going on that she was like terrified of ruining that, and I kind of was a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of made it very clear that we need to try this, or I need to, or I can't really see her every day like I like I have been. Uh-huh. And she, she pretty much was like, I. She didn't say yes then. She didn't say yes then. She was just kind of like, um, I think about it all the time. And yes, I, I, I think that I, I do, obviously, I have feelings for you too. And I haven't wanted to really say anything because I didn't want to like lead you on in any way. And that night, we ended up leaving after like that kind of conversation. We didn't resolve anything yet. But I drove her home. She reached over and grabbed my hand. We locked hands. For the first, for the first real time, uh, and yeah. I felt like a five-year-old boy because it felt great. Yeah, oh. like literally, <laughs> just us locking fingers. I was like, "Oh God, this is this is nice." Because we always, I've always reached for a hand, joking, but like, sure, this is like the real one. And it was just kind of like we probably sat in the car for like two and a half hours and shared more feelings and cried some more. And um, Brandon, you love this story. <laughs> this is this is getting me, dude. I like this a lot. Brandon, Keep going. <laughs> Brandon's really excited. I'm super into this. Keep going. For those of you who can't see him, he's gripping the mic with two hands <laughs> and grinning from <laughs> ear to is, ear. This is as great. his eyes water. This is great. <laughs> so it was it was real, and I'm like, I I got my feelings off my chest, and she got her feelings off her chest, and we weren't sure really what the next step was because. She had just got out of a very big relationship and she was heartbroken from it. And one of the things she said was that she was still heartbroken from her, her um, last breakup. And so what we decided to do is, is just say, listen, like, I want to respect you and I don't want to dive into anything, but I just want you to know how I feel and that's how I feel. And I'm glad that you share this, the same feelings as me. So we kind of continue to just 
hang out as friends, but she would, you know, stay the night at my my house. We wouldn't hook up, but she'd we'd, we'd go and drink, and I'd say, just stay the night, and she'd stay over, and we'd kind of, like, cuddle, and there were a few different times where I kind of kissed her and wasn't sure if she liked it, so mm-hmm. I just quickly, swiftly rolled over, and I was like, oh, yeah. That, yeah. what's going on? So it was a lot of that. It was <laughs> it was very strange for a while, and, um, and that's it. Was there a moment where... Was there a particular moment where she was over it and she let you know and he, you guys had like this movie moment just making out? What do, you, what do you mean she was over it? Like she was over her ex. She was like, all right, I'm over him. I'm ready to fuck. Were so- you about to take, <laughs> you're about to take off to Denver and no. she runs after the plane. So <laughs> after after that for initial conversation and us kind of being in the zone where you know that you want to be more than friends, but you're not going for it quite yet because mm-hmm. you know we're letting her do her thing and kind of heal from her heartbreak. Um, round two of this, I got fed up again because she was kind of doing her thing and having fun, getting over her ex-boyfriend. And I was like, okay, wait a second. I was just here a year and a half ago watching her go on these dates. Like, I can't have this. So finally, um, we, we had another conversation and I, I had her come to my house and, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, she wanted to have the conversation this time. Oh, mm-hmm. were, you, were you scared? I was scared because this is when, and I believe Rye, this is when I said I was over her. Oh. I think, I, I'm pretty sure if the story's right, this is when I was over her. Oh, wow. So she knew, felt that, and she could tell. And I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't being mean to her or anything, but I was just being more short. Uh-huh. Like, I couldn't invest much more in her. I couldn't right. hang out with her and give her my attention and love. So she felt it be, of me being harsh. And this was after your car talk and your hand. After my car talk, yeah. Oh, damn. So we had to let that, that kind of faded again because Jesus. I started getting more and more hurt that, like, I still can't be with her. That's when I was like, I have to just be done here. And um, obviously, I told you at my house. And so finally, when I was done... And I feel like this is just how the world works in relationships. When I was finally checked out and done and not giving her what she wanted anymore is when she was like, wait, yeah, mm-hmm. wait a second. Yeah. I do I, I, I do love you and I do need that. And to be honest, it's, I'm not even throwing her under the bus. This isn't just her. This is how it works. Right. It's the same way with, you know, with me in, in any past sort of relationships or dating. Like, y- you let the person go and then they'll they'll want you more and then mm-hmm. and vice versa. So anyway, she wanted to talk to me because I was kind of being very short with her and disconnecting. And then we had one last big talk and it was in my garage, uh, at my place in, uh, where, where was that? West Hollywood third, mm-hmm. that little from yep. the place that I moved down from, from the Hills. Open my garage. We're sitting there, we're talking and she wants to just say, Hey, listen, like, I love you so much. I care about you so much. And I'm seeing us kind of drift away. And I don't like where this is going. And then I was pretty much like super bold. And I said, then why don't you be with me? I love you. You know that. So be with me. Like, let's, let's not yeah. bullshit anymore. Let's not have these conversations. Let, like, mm-hmm. Then let's try something. Either we try right. something and we're together forever, and it's amazing, or we don't, and I have to let you go, and maybe when I heal, and I'm dating someone else, we can be friends. Right. We both cried. <laughs> I'm going to put my other hand on the mic. Yeah, other hand on the mic. <laughs> Brandon's back to his excited position. Um, we both... <laughs> go on. <laughs> we, we both cried hard and long, and... Um, and that kind of changed everything. But it still wasn't the we're together, but it was a very big moment of where we started getting like more romantic. So I think probably that next night, uh, well, we hung out through the night, and then I, I actually like kissed her, kissed her. Uh-huh. And it was weird because I've wanted to do that for like five years. Uh-huh. And um, Ralphie! <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's back. <laughs> Producer Ralph is back. So uh, if you want to see her, go to youtube.com slash I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> Ralph, stay. Ralph just interrupting with her presence. Yeah. Um, Beautiful story, Ralph. You fucked it up. <laughs> Go ahead. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm sorry. This, this story is no, so all over the great. place. But this is just the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is great. Please go on. So, I have my first real kiss with her. Um, 
kind of romantic. It was it was pushed up against my Audi, you know, <laughs> not in a Harvey Weinstein way, <laughs> but so a very funny. romantic like yeah. you know Gosling from against, Notebook way. Pushed up against my <laughs> Audi. <laughs> was, I love how you said the the brand of the car. That's right. <laughs> it was pushed up against my Audi Q7 Turbo. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was like a, it was like a romantic moment where uh-huh. I was like, "I'm gonna kiss her now." I think I think this is gonna happen, and kind of like kissed her, and she like leaned back against my car, and it was just the be- it was the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Nice to this uh, day. That's lovely. That's great. And then to this for, day. and then Fernando chimed in and was like, "Matt, we gotta shoot." No, no, no. Ariel chimed in. I was kissing Fernando. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ariel chimed in. Gotcha, like, excuse- gotcha. um, said, Matt, I thought we had a thing. We <laughs> talked in the garage. You said that you liked. Me and other women, I and thought. I'm sure you guys bonded over... Uh, by the way, Fernando is one of our good friends. Pretty much your best friend. He, he helps you out with, with videos a lot. But I'm sure mm-hmm. you and Ariel bonded over, you know, just taking care of Fernando together. And, like, when he, you guys observe him playing with his toys... Absolutely. You'd, you'd be like, oh! Oh, our, yeah, like, <laughs> Fernando was, like, our, our little adopted child. <laughs> yeah. He was our sweet little Mexican baby, and... You know, you got to give him his little rattle and Mexican candy to suck on. And, oh. and, and, and <laughs> yes, parenting with Ariel alone, parenting Fernando with Ariel brought us together for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have made some questionably racist videos together featuring uh, <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> I don't know if they're questionably racist, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just racist. No, no. Listen, so, some of them, yes. One of them specifically was when we adopt him, and he's wearing the wig, and he looks like Mowgli. Yeah. Wait, what, what yeah, was yeah, that yeah. one? And he goes, help yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Save me from Save the white devil. Save me from the oh <laughs> That one was so good. Because it, it goes, uh, you guys are playing a gay couple, and you adopt yeah. a little, uh, mo- basically Mowgli. Yeah. And uh, you guys are talking like, we love our son. Yeah, whatever. And then you pan over quickly to him. He goes, help me. <laughs> help me. Help that me. Was- and then you pan back to him. That was one of the funniest vines I've ever seen. Yeah. That, that that might be top five for me. That was, yeah, great. was great. Another great one was where I was, I had sex with Brandon's corpse. Remember that one? Never I, d- I don't one. think I let you post that one. No, you didn't. didn't. Because didn't you? Didn't I come have sex with them too? Yeah, you on the video. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, we probably shouldn't post this. <laughs> I think that was the funniest video you ever made, right? <laughs> I really do. Can you I send that to me just so I can watch it? I gotta find it. It must be somewhere. Oh man! Ralph's Discarded immediately. Discarded. Get rid of it. Ralph's now gonna knock over the camera. <laughs> but can we? Can we? Um, can we get a little somewhat controversial and talk about the quote-unquote racist vines? Sure. Sure. I think if the person involved, like a Fernando, laughs at the idea of being like, let's just even say, like the Mexican mm. adopted child. Sure. It's funny. If it was a mm. bunch of white guys all day making fun of a certain race, mm. that doesn't work. Yeah. If it's yeah, a bunch yeah. of black guys making fun of a certain race, it doesn't work. But like, if we're all together in this and making fun of like how we are as people and mm-hmm. like our stereotypes, it's 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 just it's just comedy. It's just it's supposed to be funny. Like, yeah, it it, it kind of blows my mind the people mm-hmm. that find offense to it. Oh God, the people that find offense to it are, are white people. They're not the people that are being. They're not the Mexicans. Or they, whatever. They're they're white people. You're Mexicans right. Mexicans find it very. I mean, like, I'm only speaking from from myself. Like, I think my dad loves like everything. My dad, well, when Vine was around, David Lopez was very funny Viner, and yeah. he, um, my dad would always watch his shit and and laugh like really hard whenever he played <laughs> like a stereotype. Like, he would laugh really hard. And dad's from Mexico. My dad's from Mexico. Like, yeah, and he doesn't give a fuck. The only people that care are white people that feel guilty. It's the only thing. That's it, right? It's just guilty white people. I know. It's just the guilt <laughs> of white people that keep going like, you know. Well, more people get, get offended than not. It's not just white people. I know, but, but the majority, you have to admit, the majority yeah. of people yeah. who leave like comments and who write think pieces or whatever are just guilty white it, people. It's privileged white people. Privileged yeah, yeah. and guilty. Because, privileged. Yes. Yeah. Because, dude, and, and like not to be a sob story, but I grew up in a very like in a lower class family in a lower class part of town. And I grew up I grew up with. Ghetto white people, mm. ghetto Mexicans, ghetto black people, ghetto any people. Like I'm like not specifically like as yeah. a whole, we were all just like somewhat ghetto. Yeah, right. You were we all, all just poor pieces of shit, trash, and no one gave a shit. Our type of comedy, 
was like the racy comedy yeah. where you make fun of like a black dude for mm. doing this or the stereotype of an Asian guy for doing this mm. or, or the stereotype of like uh, an asshole white dude for doing this. And it's just funny. It's just comedy. Mm-hmm. The people that are getting offended and Brandon, I think the majority, you're right. It's privileged white people that are yeah, like, yeah. we can't do that. That's yeah. wrong. It's wrong. wrong. And I'm going to write a think piece about why it's wrong. It's just, I hate, I hate think pieces that are written by white people about race. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, shut yeah, up. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know nothing about what you're talking about. You know nothing. You're talking from, a, from such a narcissistic standpoint, yeah. thinking you know shit about how other races feel. Only thing I could think of is you know? the only yeah. the only backing <laughs> yeah. the only the only way that I would listen to someone and be like okay they might have a point is if they grew up around that and sure. and and mm-hmm. around it and with it. Um, Ralphie's here again. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie. Okay, I'll just say hi really quick, but I'm allergic. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. So anyway, I just I wanted to blow yeah. off some steam because I watched the Dave Chappelle special, the new one, mm. and it's just great. It's great. And Dave Chappelle is just a a funny guy. And he's a comedian who just doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes out there and he, he makes fun of everybody. He was telling a story. He said, I was, t- I was on stage and front row, there was a, like a, um, a guy who looked like he could have been Middle Eastern. And then his wife was clearly Asian. He goes, I can tell because her face. Yeah. He's like, I can, t- I can tell. He goes, so then I, I make this joke and I say, oh, excuse me. And he's, he, he, um, he points out the fact that she's Asian and then goes, rolls into his joke about mm. Asians. Yeah. She was so offended at the, stereo- at the stereotypi- stereotypical mm-hmm. joke that she actually got up and left and like in the middle of the audience, like turned around and, and said, I'm never coming back to one of your shows, yada, 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 because mm-hmm. he made fun of an Asian person. Mm-hmm. But she was fine to laugh at every other joke until it hit Asian. Sure. And it's like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, right, what's right. going on? We're like, we're yeah. all there to laugh yeah. with each other. Yeah. That's why you're at a comedy show. Well, I mean, like, there are certain like, there's that classic case of uh, Michael Richards, the guy who played Kramer on Kramer. Seinfeld. Like, yeah. what he did, he just blasting, like, he was straight up just yelling at black people in the audience, calling them the N word. Like straight up. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't see the clip. Oh, so that was at a stand up show. That was at a stand up show. And he apparently I don't know what was happening. There was like an altercation um, between uh, Michael Richards and and the uh, black guys. But he he was just like, like hatefully. So like, that's clearly not okay. Clearly. But like, there's a certain when you walk into a comedy, anything, anything that has to do with comedy, you're like, okay, this is comedy. Everything's everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's nothing's supposed to be taken too seriously. Yep. And I know like, like there's so many white people that just write these think pieces that are like comedy. Can it go too far? Is it just a mechanism used for racists to get their racist thing? Across? I'm like, no, it's not. No, usually. it's not. <laughs> usually it's not. I mean, like it's, it's usually it's just everyone in the room making a collective decision. Like, Hey, everyone, everything's stupid. So let's just make fun of it all. Yes. That's what it is. That's it's all like, it is. It's everything. It's either everything is off limits or in a comedy show mm-hmm. or in comedy. That's what, always how I saw it. It's like everything's off limits or you cannot joke about anything. I you don't, can't have one or the other. You can't cherry pick what that Asian woman did. You can't cherry pick what, you, what you're offended by. I agree. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. But I don't know. <laughs> well, that being said. Well, I agree with you. Do you agree, agree too? People's people be too sens- sensitive. I can't talk. I feel like it I always goes. To, it's such a it. weird time because we, we always. I listen to so many podcasts and I listen to. Um, I watch a lot of like, racist stuff. No, I mean I I I I watch <laughs> a lot of, um, arguments and stuff like videos on YouTube that are I guess you could, say are like, I wouldn't say they're think pieces. They're more like just arguments between two people, and um, it always goes back to like man, things are so like politically correct nowadays. It's just such a weird era. It's a weird time, it's man. It's a weird time. Like, and it always yeah, circles back to how sensitive, because everyone's cracking jokes, but then they have to like undercut it with like, oh shit. There's always that fear in the back of your mind when you make a joke now. It's like, I know, oh, I know. is this going to lead to a think piece by some white journalist? It's such a weird time. Like, to, I mean, talking about how weird times are and, Speaking about the Golden Globes, I'm sure you guys watched that, but oh, yeah. one thing that stood out, mm-hmm. and f- let me first add, I'm 
in complete support of women and yeah. and and that they should be equal. And I absolutely, me too. I I want to yeah. I want to <laughs> I want to see any type of person win an award, whether yeah, you're black, Asian, woman. I don't care. Like I like yeah. people are creative and they deserve to be noticed. Mm. But like, what really pissed me off is when Natalie Portman was yeah. was presenting the best director, mm-hmm. yeah. and she made a joke about and and the it wasn't even a joke. And, oh, it was she just goes a stab. and she goes and the and the, um what was it for the um best. Director. And the and the best director, all male. Is that what she said? She said all male. Yeah. And the best all. Uh, and here are all oh. the five all male nominees. And here are the five best all male nominees. Yeah. And then leans back and is like, "Listen, I know you're upset about what's going on, but these guys are talented men who have done nothing wrong and worked their asses off to yeah. get here. Yeah. Don't discredit them. Right. Did you see their faces afterwards? It just was. So, they were was all so awkward. awful. It was like. All, I mean, granted, award shows don't really mean anything anyways, but to them, it probably does. It's probably... To make a movie is so hard. Yeah. A movie getting made is a miracle, and they they not only got it made, but it got recognized for being a great film. And they're in a place where people are recognizing that that hard work, and it's immediately disregarded because mm. they have cocks. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I mean, it's like, I get it. I get, like... I get that Greta Gerwig, who directed Lady Bird, I don't know if anyone even saw Lady Bird. Lady Bird was fantastic, and Greta Gerwig absolutely deserved to be on that in The Best Directors. I don't know why she wasn't, but she should have been. Yeah. Mm. But, like, uh, but to completely disregard all those other people's hard work. I know. Yeah. It's just so, it's just such a childish, that, that pretty, Natalie Portman's thing was childish. It was very childish. It and, was childish. And also, I was like, I, I hated her in that moment. I, I was did like, too. fuck you. Like, I get everything else. I get everything else that you're doing, like that, that the award show is. It's like supporting women, cracking all these jokes, trying to make things feel comfortable because it's such a weird time in Hollywood. Yeah. But like, don't do that. That's just insulting to the, to the people who worked hard. Too, and agree. not only the directors, but the people who worked, the movies are made by hundreds of people. Yes. You're insulting the other people, too. I don't know. And I agree. Al- and also, it comes down to numbers, too. I'm sure there's a lot more male directors in show there business are. than women. Granted, that is in large part due to women's oppression over the years. But but there's a reason why it's, it was all males. That being, there's much more male directors. Also, who's nominating people? I'm assuming it's... A bunch of old white dudes. Right, old white dudes. Yeah. So naturally, we want, we want to like choose something like, hey, that guy's like me. Ugh, choose him. Yeah. So it's like in our instincts, to be like, oh, what do I want? Oh, that's that's he's true. like it, me. It, it, remind, it, it reminds these guys of them growing up or a, story, yeah. a love story that they may have experienced or... Uh-huh. Yeah, that, I guess. Well, here's the thing. When, when Natalie Portman said that thing about the male... She... I felt like she was trying to take a dig at... Because... Those guys didn't choose themselves to be in those nominees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a bunch of old white dudes that are that have this oppressive mindset yeah. that like, oh, I only want what I what, like men because I'm not gonna have some broad directing a film like old white thinking. Yeah. And she should be making fun of that. And I think that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. But it just made it seem like she was saying fuck you to all the nominees. I agree. Yeah. Not the not the systemic kind of uh, the the guys the old. The old crackers that are all making these these calls. It's, I agree. It's like, um, and and I don't know. I just like I was actually <clears throat> upset. I was I was upset that Greta Gerwig did not get picked. Yeah, Lady Bird was fantastic. Like it was. I don't know. I'm gonna it's see. I haven't weird. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, I do it. hear it's great. And uh, like, yeah. and it's you know maybe she doesn't deserve to be up there. She does. Absolutely. It's 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 mind blowing to me that she's not up there. But well, I don't know. It's there, the there's also there's a, there's also a chance and and by the way I I don't know I'm not that educated on her I don't know that much about her but there mm. is a chance that I saw that the men were quite older that were nominated mm. and you you got to kind of you got you got to build your credibility in Hollywood and it's years and years and years and the people who also nominate you are probably friends with the Steven Spielbergs of the world. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're, sure. they're friends. They know each other. And like, it's like Steven Spielberg's been in the business a- as a legend for years. You know, he's going to be nominated again. So mm. but anyway, to sum, to sum that up, Natalie did not do the right thing there, in my opinion. It was like a bunch of, this is what it felt like. It was like a bunch of women were, were there and they were all like making a stance and making a political statement and then a child got on stage yes. and a child was like and the male nominees yeah. and I was like fuck off you child yeah. be a woman about this be like like I Oprah know. I like, know. be like fucking you know like that's that's a woman not a fucking Ugh. 
I don't know. Oprah is a woman, isn't she? She's a woman. She is a woman. She's a woman, uh, powerful woman. Oprah for president. Uh, we like we got to wrap up soon, but yeah. uh, Matt, tell us about your clothing line. You want me to tie it's called A Thousand Okay, miles. so since we got about five minutes I can see here, I'll, tr- I'll make this fast. Um, <laughs> everyone's doing merch. I didn't want to do the typical merch. It's not my audience. We've talked about how I don't have that 13-year-old audience. I have more mm-hmm. of a mature audience. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to create a brand that they would like to wear. That's not like Matt Cutchell selfies first or like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that stuff is. I just didn't want to do that. So this brand that I came up with is called a thousand miles, and it's meaningful to me because a thousand miles is the exact distance between Portland, Oregon, where I grew up, and Los Angeles. Mm. So there's a palm tree for the for Southern Cali, and there's a rose for Portland, Oregon, where I'm from. It's called Rose City, and um, the brand is it, it's just kind of cool and simple. And I wanted to make sure it was like high quality garments, mm. and we donate ten percent of all sales to um, to a charity. Right now, we're collecting. The money, but we, it's not like every single hat that you buy goes to a very specific charity. Mm-hmm. We're working with the Bow Foundation on multiple charities to help. So it's kind of it, that's the exciting part is I get to like at the end of the month of sales, I get to see how much money we have and kind of like you know look into charities and who we can give it to. So there's definitely you know a great cause behind it, and I wanted to put out something that was more meaningful than just my face on a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Nice. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not that exciting, but it's it's cool. I like it. I like I hats. Like it. Can I have a hat? Did you bring us free oh, merch? I didn't bring merch. I actually right. th- the funny thing is I was I was going to and I forgot a lot of things. Including that. <laughs> but yes. Right. You get a hat. You get a tea. <laughs> I get a tea? Yeah. A tea. I don't have many teas. You guys man. make the tea too. But the- I do the thing is too, like I don't like it's very simple stuff that I would wear. I wanted to make something that I would wear, yeah. and my mm-hmm. followers always ask, where do you get your T-shirts? Where do you get your hats? Mm. So I was like, well, I'm just making my own. Sweet. That was mm-hmm. it. I like it. A thousand miles. A thousand miles. Well, How should we close this? How should we close this? Should we close it with a clickbait, like an argument that I can put on Instagram? Yeah. Like, Fuck you! Here, yell at me. Fuck you! Hey, Fuck you, dude. I, Fuck are you, you kidding no. me, Rye? No, you, I'm why not would you? you. you why would you lip? even bring that up? I do, uh, because the people need to know. Well, it's not right. It's honestly wrong. Well, I'm posting it. You no, don't like post it. Don't post it. No, 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 no. Hey, don't post this. This is too risque and scandalous to be on the internet. And if anybody watches this, they definitely should watch it. Put your pants on! Br- Brandon, put your pants on if you're going to talk like that. Oh, jeez. Okay, now it's just hitting my face. Well, now this is... Boom. Whoops. Clickbait. All right, clickbait. This, this episode just went viral. <laughs> and I haven't even posted it. Matt, you have 60 seconds to be on the road. Matt's going to leave at noon sharp. Oh. All yeah. right. Let's just end it. Let's end it. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks I'm, for doing I'm a it. fan of the pod. I'm now on the pod, and mm. I'm even more of a fan of this episode because I'm on it. Oh, yeah. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. you get a free hat. Unfortunately, you, you can Can't provide that for us. Get free hat. Like, Let's make I'm sorry, dad hats, please. <laughs> hats <laughs> I can't picture that being a good one I mean who buys hats who would sell hats I don't, I don't you know, know. What? you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do uh, we want to make t-shirts though but I'm just t-shirts. kidding uh, I'm sorry I had hats alright guys make sure to follow yeah. me uh, <laughs> at Matt Cutchell C-U-T-S-H-A-L-L mm-hmm. um, please like my videos I'm really struggling right now and could use a lot of help <laughs> so I'm any really like struggling. counts thank you alright I'm sorry dad I am fuck I'm sorry I'm sorry, Dad. Dad. I'm sorry, Dad. Wait, let Matt get a clean one. All right. I'm sorry, Dad, too. Wow. That's a dream come true of his. <laughs> to say that. Sorry, Dad. Bye.